Bariatric surgery is the term for a surgery that is done to help you lose weight. And while it's not recommended for everyone who's overweight or obese, it might be an option if you've tried everything and nothing seems to work. I'm Prakash Chandran, and in this episode of the Montefiore Nyack Hospital podcast series, we'll talk about bariatric surgery and weight loss management. Here with us to discuss is Dr. Jonathan Arad, a bariatric surgeon at Montefiore Nyack Hospital. Dr. Arad, thank you so much for educating us today. Thank you for having me. So I want to get started by understanding what exactly is bariatric surgery. Bariatric surgery is weight loss surgery. It is a surgery that is used to help people lose weight and either reduce or eliminate uh, comorbidities associated with uh, weight loss, which include high blood pressure, diabetes, uh, heart disease, sleep apnea, amongst others. Okay, that makes sense. And I'm kind of curious to learn about when someone should consider bariatric surgery because I imagine that um, this is someone that has tried everything, has tried exercise, has tried diet, and really is kind of at their wits end. So um, maybe you can give us some education around that. Absolutely. So bariatric surgery uh, is available for patients who are considered morbidly obese. Uh, these are patients who, just like you said, have tried everything, uh, have been uh, unsuc- unsuccessful for uh, various reasons. The criteria for bariatric surgery really is based on what's called BMI or body mass index. It's height, it's weight. Uh, there's calculators that are available uh, readily. And anybody with a BMI of 40 or greater qualifies for bariatric surgery. Anybody with a BMI of 35 to 39.9 qualifies if they have a medical comorbidity associated with obesity, which are some of of the ones that I had mentioned before. Uh, These include high blood pressure, diabetes type 2, heart disease, sleep apnea, amongst some other comorbidities as well. You mentioned BMI, and for those of us that don't understand what that is, can you explain? BMI is a way of risk stratifying patients into categories of which they may um, develop or even worsen some of the comorbidities as mentioned before. It is kilograms over meters squared. um, And again, there are calculators readily available, but it's basically a way of assessing what level of obesity um, that a person exist that. Got it. And so for for the people that are candidates uh, for this surgery, um, can you maybe talk about how much weight on average they can look at losing when they do this? Sure. So everyone's different. Everyone comes in with different expectations, different starting weights. Um, and so it is variable depending on the person who comes in. However, the average is approximately 65% of someone's excess weight. So it's not what someone weighs, but how much more they weigh than would be considered at a average or a BMI within normal limits. Usually bariatric surgery, um, people will lose anywhere from 70 to 90 pounds. Sometimes it's even more. I've had people lose even 150 pounds or more. 
That's that's quite a bit of weight. And like you said, it's that excess weight that they can um, look forward to losing there. Um, you know, I imagine that when someone is considering this, it's a big decision. And uh, if, if someone listening to this is going through that right now, maybe talk a little bit about getting ready for the procedure, what the procedure is like, and then the recovery time afterwards. Sure. So obviously, uh, it is a surgery. It's a very personal decision um, that each patient, uh, each person has to decide whether it's right for them. Um, But there is a process uh, that every person has to go through. Uh, They have to have gone through a at least a six-month weight um, history uh, or a weight loss program um, and show that they have tried other conservative measures. Um, they do see their primary care doctor, sometimes even a cardiologist or pulmonologist, to make sure that they are good candidates for the surgery. Uh, they're also required to see a nutritionist to make sure that they understand uh, the lifestyle changes that need to happen, as well as a psychiatrist, psychologist, or social worker to uh, make sure that they are mentally prepared for the surgery. Um, it does take some time, uh, but once uh, patients are ready for surgery, there are actually two different options, two main different options, I should say. Uh, the ones that I provide are what's called the sleeve or the vertical sleeve gastrectomy and the band uh, or lap band surgery. Uh, there are two different types of surgeries, although they work similarly. Uh, the sleeve surgery is a surgery where about 65% of the stomach is removed, turning the stomach into a banana shape. The band surgery works by putting an implant or the band itself around the top part of the stomach, and it acts almost as a belt around the top part of the stomach that gets inflated in the office. Um, both surgeries in general uh, tend to get to... Uh, tend to get weight loss around, like I said, 65% of the excess weight. Okay. And first, after the surgery is done, uh, what about the recovery time and can patients expect any side effects afterwards? Sure. So the for the sleeve, the patients are in the hospital for one night overnight. We do one study the following morning to make sure that um, everything, all the anatomy looks correct, uh, and then they go home. With the band surgery, uh, they don't, they're not required to stay overnight, so they go home the same day. The return to work, the uh, recovery time, most people, it obviously is very patient-dependent as well, but most people are back to work within a week or two. Um, just like any other abdominal surgery, whether it's bariatric, gallbladder, or anything else that's done in the abdomen or the belly, um, you shouldn't lift more than 10 pounds for six weeks uh, to avoid a possibility of a hernia. But that's not specific to bariatrics. That's just in general for any abdominal surgery. One of the things that I really liked about what you said is that there's a whole process in making sure that the patient is ready for this surgery, right? There's the nutrition plan, there's talking to people, there's making sure that they're prepared for the work that they have to do after. And I'd love to talk a little bit about that. So after a patient goes through this surgery, it sounds like the recovery time isn't that long, but what can they do to ensure that there's long-term success following their surgery? Sure. So it's actually very important. Um, it's it's very important to stick to a bariatric or post-bariatric diet after the surgery. Um, 
in essence, it's a high-protein, low-carbohydrate diet. However, there's obviously nuances to it. Um, patients who stick to the diets do extremely, extremely well. Uh, but it's a very important part of the procedure for patients to make sure that nutrition and exercise are part of their new lifestyle. That certainly does sound like they need to make it an integral part um, of recovery. One of the questions that I wanted to ask in wrapping up is, you know, you mentioned that someone can lose, you know, over 100 pounds. Uh, I imagine there's actually just a lot of excess skin, right, after all of that excess fat is removed. Can you talk a little bit about that? Do you remove it at the time? Does that go away over time? Um, Yeah, maybe add some clarification there. Sure, absolutely. Very common question. Um, it's actually very interesting because uh, there is always a possibility, depending on genetics, dep- depending on the patient's skin tone, there is always a chance of loose-hanging skin. However, I will say that the majority of patients don't require anything. If patients are up and moving relatively early, if patients go back and start exercising, go to the gym uh, relatively early and really keep up with it, um, I would say the majority of patients that we have don't really have to do anything at all. Uh, there are a small portion of patients who will require plastic surgery, and if that is the case, the plastic surgeons, which we can uh, we have the referrals for, uh, generally wait at least a year or so to get the best cosmetic results. Uh, but I don't perform those cosmetic surgeries; those are plastic surgeons. Okay, thanks. Uh, what it does sound like then is for a lot of patients, as long as they're moving and they're moving frequently, um, that the issue of the excess skin can go away on its own. So it's really good to hear. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate you uh, educating us here today, Dr. Arad. Um, Is there anything else that you want to share? Yeah. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with our audience before we wrap up? I do. I I want to make sure that people understand that there is a difference between bariatric surgery and plastic cosmetic surgery. Uh, bariatric surgery um, is meant to lose weight, gain confidence, and you know things of that nature. However, a very, very important part and a key part of bariatric surgery is really eliminating medical comorbidities and making people healthier and live longer. By getting rid of diabetes, high blood pressure, controlling heart disease, sleep apnea, other medical problems, infertility, Uh, the goal of this is to really give people a longer, healthier life. I am so glad that you said that, Dr. Arad, because there's going to be people listening to this that, um, you know, they feel like, you know, maybe this surgery isn't for me. Maybe it's nutrition and diet that I need to turn to. And even though it hasn't been working, um, they may not see the need for this, but this is going to mm-hmm. help them live a longer, happier, healthier um, life. And a lot of a lot of the reasons why we're obese, uh, even though nutrition is a major component, is genetics. Is that correct? Absolutely. There's many, many factors that go into obesity. Genetics is a key one. Some of the, some of, um, some of obesity is not controllable. Some is, some is not. It's a very multifactorial disease. Um, and some people, you know, it's really nothing that they can do. They're kind of predisposed to it.
And, you know, but there are people who also can make changes and still find it difficult. And that's why this is made available. Yeah. And what a wonderful option it is. So, you know, for those of you listening um, that are, are struggling with this, just know that there's this wonderful option here. It sounds like the recovery time is minimal. And with some movement and activity, it sounds like you can get back to living a happier, healthier uh, life and regain that confidence. So for more information, please visit montefiornayak.org. Let me spell that out for you. That's M-O-N-T-E. F-I-O-R-E-N-Y-A-C-K dot org. My guest today has been Dr. Jonathan Arad. I'm Prakash Chandran. Thank you so much for listening.